1: Hello, WAVA family. Are you looking for a summer program for your children ages 3 through 5? Summer is fast approaching, and now is the time to register your children for a summer packed, full of enrichment and fun. We will kick off the 2022 school year with a Summer Bridge extended nine-week program that runs from the first week of June through the first week of August. Our Summer Bridge program is designed to be super fun and instructional. This year's Summer Bridge will be nine weeks of creative programming that explores arts, crafts, STEM, dynamic special visitors, and instructional learning is interwoven throughout the day. Our facility offers large classrooms that are bright and inviting with a lot of open space. The auditorium is a great space for indoor play such as tricycles, golf, t-ball, and so much more. Agape Embassy Ministries is ecstatic for the 2022-23 school year. Our grand opening for our Classical Christian Preschool Agape Embassy Christian Academy is this fall, August 15, 2022. There are so many great things to share with you about Agape Embassy Christian Academy's Summer Bridge. For more detailed information, call 703-719-0342. That number again is 703-719-0342. Or visit us on the web at aechristianacademy.org. That's aechristianacademy.org.
2: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of of Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you.
3: Continues the living word in this series. Dr. Mills asks the question On what level of importance have you placed the living word of God in your life? As believers, we must not simply use those things within the Bible that please us, but we must highly value the entirety of what God shares through his living word as necessary to our lives in the kingdom of God.
2: The only reason you don't have anything is because you haven't qualified yourself. When you understand and know that you're qualified, oh no, it's mine, that's mine. Now, and the only reason it might be held up is because there's an enemy who blinds the minds of the unbeliever.
3: Now. Here is Dr. Mills with the continuation of part four of The Living Word.
2: For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my my, my place of rest, even though this rest, watch what he says now, even though this rest have been ready since he made the world. So we're not talking about something that God got to go and get for you. It's already been prepared. It's already prepared for you. If you believe that it's already prepared for you and you understand that faith is now, then you will watch how you say what it is that you want. You understand? You will say what you want like it's yours. It's kind of like if your father promised you a car and the car's sitting outside but you hadn't got old enough or you hadn't matured enough in order to drive the car. (laughs) And you got of age. You ask him, "That can I drive the car? You say, where are the keys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't no can because it's mine. And, and the only thing I was waiting for was to get to the place where I qualified to drive. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The only reason you don't have anything is because you haven't qualified yourself. When you understand and know that you're qualified, oh no, it's mine, that's mine. Oh yeah. Now, and the only reason it might be held up is because there's an enemy who blinds the minds of the unbeliever. You want to get away from that. And that's why it's so important to get into the word because you want the light of the word now to come in so that you're no longer blinded by the God of this world, and you know what to do with the God of this world also when he's talking to you and telling you it ain't yours you're gonna be you're gonna be poor for the rest of your life and he and he'll and he'll bring about whatever condition that he's already brought about bring that to your mind and you don't know how to deal with it you don't know how to cast down thoughts and imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God because when the devil tells you that you're always going to be in an impoverished situation or an oppressed situation or a situation that God has not designed for you, you've got to come against the spirit now that's talking to you. Amen. Because as soon as you get an agreement with that spirit or begin to meditate on what the spirit says, get you right out of your position of qualification to receive what's already been prepared. Oh, come on now. Y'all un- can you understand what I'm saying? See, the word of God says resist the devil and he will flee from you. Well, you know, if if the devil is telling you and we had marriage, you know, the uh, couples yesterday, he tell you, you, you ain't gonna never have a good marriage you telling me he's a liar? Because he is a liar. He's he's a father of liars. Mm, No. My father have already paid the price for me to have a good marriage. There ain't no such thing as me not having a good marriage. Price has already been paid. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to get the... See, if you join league with the devil, you're going to get what the devil got for you. That means if you allow him to talk to you and you talking back to him, you're going to talk back to the devil. The only thing you do with the devil is do what Jesus did in Matthew, the fourth chapter. It says, it's written. And if you don't know what's written, you're in trouble. So that's the reason a lot of people do not have what God has already prepared for them because they don't know what's written. And they can't use it against the adversary. You don't use your words against the devil. Are y'all with me? Okay. All right. Uh, I might just go go through this one and that's it. Okay, let me just read on down through here. Okay, we get it. And he says, um, in, verse, in verse four it says, we know it is already, it is ready rather, because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God or because of their unbelief. So we got stuff that's ready for us, already prepared for us. The only reason you're not there is because of unbelief. Now, you can say, well, it's not that I don't believe. Well, if you don't know it, you can't believe it. So you are in unbelief because you don't know it. It's one thing to to have been presented with something and reject it and God says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they have rejected my word so we already know God said listen people being destroyed why why look at people you know and and in the church I'm talking I'm not talking about in the world forget the world we already know the world don't even believe God don't have anything to do with God I'm talking about in the church now this is this is this is this is God's business this kingdom business we talking about this morning all right okay and if you're not saved You know, you need to get in on it and you want to get in on this, you want to get away from whatever the devil has you under, then accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen? But people who have accepted Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior still act like, as Paul was talking about in chapter three of first Corinthians, that you're still acting like this didn't happen for you. And the only reason is because either you don't know or you're you're just disregarding what God is saying. And, and, and don't tell me nothing about trying church and you tried that and all that. That's why you ain't got nothing because you tried it. This ain't something you tried. It's something you do.
0: Amen.
2: So you got to make up your mind that you're going to do this. I said, you got to make up your mind. You're going to do this. You're going to do this word. You're going to do what God says. Amen. Verse seven. So God set another time for entering his rest and that time is what today today Today, if you hear his voice if you if you get a revelation of what i'm telling you today today is the day of your rest today is the day of your rest watch what he says so he said another time for entering his rest and that time is today. God announced this through David, which later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Don't harden your hearts. Don't say, well, you know, I, I know what the word says, but. Oh, you're just disqualifying whatever you heard. Don't say but. You know, there's no buts in it. Just believe the word of God. And if you don't know how to carry it out, ask God how to carry it out. That's what Holy Spirit is there for. Holy Spirit is there to lead and guide you into the truth that has now been presented to you by revelation. How do I do it, God? Word of God says, if you lack wisdom, wisdom is the ability to carry out what you you have been presented with and you know. Okay, so if you lack wisdom, ask. Are you all with me? Ask. The biggest challenge, I believe, with Christians is that they don't ask God. They don't talk to God about everything in all your ways. Acknowledge him so that he can direct your path. You got to talk about everything. Everything you got to talk to God about. He already knows his situation anyway. He just wants you to give him permission to get involved. And it's, and it's what you say out of your mouth that allows him to get involved. He just can't come down here and get involved because this dominion belongs to man. He just can't come into earth and get involved. You have to invite him. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's not going to get involved in your marriage because your marriage messed up. If you don't invite him. Amen. He's not going to get involved in your poverty situation. If you don't invite him. He already knows what. If you messed. If you the one who got you in the situation. He already know that. Amen. If somebody else snookered you into the situation. He knows that too. He knows. But he needs you to open up your mouth. And say something so that he can get involved. Are y'all listening to me? He doesn't want to do that when you're in trouble, he wants to hear from you all the time. Yeah, do some praise when everything's going fine. Amen. Not when you get in trouble and then he got you out, and now you won't praise him. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, glory to God, look at what he did. <laughs> then you forget about it. No, no. No. That's the reason you have to you have to put yourself in remembrance. Amen. And encourage yourself. Okay, let's let's move on. I got a whole lot here, huh? Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them uh, this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is still a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. That's what we, we should all be after that. Man, I'm trying to enter this rest. Amen. I want this rest. Can you understand what I'm saying? I want to be able to set back. You're not going to sit back and do nothing. All right. All right. Right. Yeah, but I don't want to be stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make it. <laughs> Somebody, says, How you doing? Oh, I'm just trying to make it. I'm just barely getting along, but I'm trying to make it. Man, forget all that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't even say that out of your mouth as a Christian. You should never say something like that. Not if God is your God. You should never say anything like that. Amen. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Verse 13. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. I missed something, didn't I? Yeah, okay. Let me go back to the live, the living word. The word of God is alive and powerful. What did he say is alive? God's word is alive and powerful. That means your words don't mean squat. The devil ain't moving nowhere with your words. Are you with me? Can you understand? That's why you got to get this word. Get this word in you. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. Cutting between Soul and spirit between joint and marrow, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Now, this is what happens, you understand, when we are in this word, when we hear here teaching this word, what will happen is God will show you an area of your life. He's exposing it so that you can do something about it. If, he's, if already God has showed you something, he wants you to do something about it. He's not showing you that just so that you can say, oh, okay, all right, I see that. And not do anything. Are you with me? Yeah. So now, let's turn with me to Titus 3. I was going to go to my other one, but let's go to Titus um, 3.5. Titus 3.5. Now, remember, I said that uh, there are three things that uh, the word of God does. And I'm on the first thing now. The word is our contact with God. So this is where we contact God. Amen. Now, it's what we do in order to get God's attention. Amen. So now the word, when you use God's word, you're going to get his attention. (laughs) Are you hearing what I'm saying? Verse five says, well, I got to back up some because we need to we need to hear some stuff. Let's start looking at this from verse three. How about that? Because we need to understand exactly why God is saying some things. And, and um, you learn that uh, you just don't you just don't look at a text. You have to look at the post text and the pretext in order to get the context. All right, y'all with me? Amen. So let's look to see what what's, what's going on here. Verse three says, "Once we too were foolish and disobedient." Once, we too. <laughs> hey, come on. See, what I think that one of the saddest things about Christians is they don't want to tell the truth about themselves. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the things that God is talking about that you should have, just say, all right, Lord, I've been disobedient. I need to straighten up. I need your help. Because you don't straighten up on your own. If you could straighten up on your own, you wouldn't need Jesus. You need Jesus. You don't just need him because you need to be born again. But you need him in order to live the life that he came to give you. The life he wants you to have. The life that he said he wanted you to live more abundantly. You need Jesus to show you. where God says Jesus would tell Holy Spirit what to tell you. Are you with me? So he is the captain of the ship. Are you with me? You're not the captain of the ship. You just on board. Amen. And you're there to do your part because everybody on board the ship got a part to play. We're not talking about these cruise ships. <laughs> no, that's not that's not ships I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ships where people have to, you know, put sails up and, and all this. You got to work, the, you know, all these things, you understand, in order for the ship for us to get someplace. So all, all of us in this ship together, each one of us have our part to play. Amen. So watch what it says. He says, now once we too were foolish and disobedient, we were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. So, so what are you saying? That should be past. Amen. Jesus already dealt with all that. That should be a past thing. That shouldn't be something we're struggling with in the church. Are you with me? Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's say that's past. that's past. I say let's say that's past. That's past. Right on. Okay. Because see, some people come into the church and they, they, they still think that they're there and they think that they're the ones who have to do something in order to get them to know. All you got to do is recognize where you are and then ask God, okay, God, I got some issues I need you to help me with. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be evil. I don't want to be hating people. So I need development in that area. When you do that, you open yourself up to God to show you what you need to do. Hello, are y'all with me? Yeah. How many of y'all don't want to be the same old self you were? Amen. Just a few of y'all. Okay, about half of y'all don't want to. the other ones, they... They're they, they trying to find themselves. All right. Okay. Verse four says, but when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us. You know what that means? He delivered us. When you understand the love of God, when you really look at what Jesus did, when you understand Jesus laid his life down, So that you can be free from hatred, from envy, strife. So that you could be at total peace. Man, you begin to love God more than you ever loved God before. Because all of those things are stressful on your body. A lot of conditions that people are in is because of the way they think. Thank you
3: for tuning into to Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to... Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code 012515SM. That code again is 012515SM visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at
2: 703-971-7202 In today's teaching we learned that God decided before the world begun To give you his rest if you would only believe You must give God permission to get involved in your life So that you can live a restful life This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher See you next week, same place, same time well, we are raiding in life
0: through faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn.